Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. McKenzie with the Master Key. Uh, for those of you that will uh, be calling in, you can call in um, area code 347. That's our call in number, 237 5493. Those that have questions today, our guest call in number is 877 537 3321. Our guest call in number once again is 877 877- Five three seven three three two one. Of course, uh, those of you that desire to join us uh, by way of uh, uh, blogging, uh, you can uh, uh, sign in www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash EJMPCC. Once again, uh, if you desire to get on with us by way of the internet, uh, www.blocktalkradio.com forward slash EJMPCC. Once again, our uh, guest call in 1 800 number is 877 537 And our regular guest call in number is Erico 347 237 5493. Uh, this is the day that is set aside for us to uh, to minister in areas of intercession as well as the prophetic. And uh, we believe that God uh, desires to be a blessing to you today. We're here to serve you. We're here to serve you in any kind of way that we can to be a blessing to you. This is the hour of the church. This is the hour of the supernatural. Got a few announcements I want to give you uh, next week. If you know anyone in the Orlando area, uh, that would like to be activated in hearing the voice of God. That's the grace that God has upon us. We will be doing a prophetic apostolic prophetic training there in the Mount Dora, uh, Florida area. That's right next to Orlando, Florida, a few minutes from Orlando. So uh, uh, you can go to our website if you desire to register for that uh, prophetic training. It's uh, Thursday, all day Thursday, all day Friday, and a half a day Saturday. Uh, your life will not be the same. Uh, this is the hour and the season that God uh, wants to reveal himself to his children. Not just the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, the teachers, uh, but the body of Christ globally. There's a move of the Spirit of God that God wants to manifest to his children. So therefore, if you know anyone, once again, in the Orlando area will be at uh, uh, Apostle uh, and Pastor Angelo Crusine, the Equipping Center at their church there, uh, um, doing a prophetic training there to help establish them in the supernatural and develop prophetic teams. And I really believe that God is going to use that to break them open and to break that region open in a greater dimension. There may be some pastors that is tuning in with us. Uh, if you'd like for us, a team, to come there and help, uh, establish prophetic teams in your house, uh, activating you and, uh, and your congregation. Uh, we're open to that. You can always go to the website 
and get the perfect per, uh, get the information concerning that. On the November the 9th, 10th, and 11th, you do not want to miss this meeting. That is a Friday. Uh, that's a Saturday. We'll be doing a Saturday service at 4 p.m. Uh, for all the uh, pastors and people from other congregations so you can be refreshed uh, uh, for Sunday morning with your own uh, service, and we'll be back uh, here at Sunday morning uh, with Encountering the Supernatural. We're going to be having Bishop uh, Demetrius Senegal. He's really known as a uh, as a uh, one of the end-time prophets of Bible Day, a young guy uh, that God has really raised up and doing extraordinary things in him and through him. Uh, not only the prophetic have a tremendous word of knowledge, but God uses him in signs, wonders, and notable miracles. Uh, a lot of manifestation of the miraculous has been taking place in his ministry. So uh, this, minute, this meeting is uh, encountering the supernatural. If you know anyone that is sick, challenged in any kind of capacity, you've got to get them to these meetings. We're two dynamic men of God, uh, Pastor Howard Brigham, Living Waters Ministry there in Long Island, New York, uh, just there a couple months ago. Uh, tremendous man of God. He is a revivalist. Uh, God really, really uses this man, not only a great preacher, he's a great preacher, uh, but God used him in the prophetic as well, the signs, wonders, and notable miracles as well. And sharing with me uh, early part of this year about some of the miracles that's taken place in their own church as well as he travels. He's always on the road traveling. So we are two dynamic men of God that God uses in the supernatural. So therefore, I believe with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength um, that God is going to grace us to encounter the Holy Spirit in the dimension that we have not experienced in a long time with some that has never experienced the Holy Spirit. So therefore, that's November the 9th and the 10th. And what we're going to do on that Saturday, an hour and a half before that Saturday meeting, uh, those that were uh, registered, we don't have a registration, uh, but we're going to have put this on, uh, on the um, Internet, on our website. <clears throat> those that desire prophetic ministry, uh, you have to go sign there so we'll know how many teams that we're going to need to be able to speak into your life. So an hour and a half before the Saturday evening service, which is started at 4 p.m., uh, we will have some prophetic voices together. Uh, and to be able to speak into your life an hour and a half before. Uh, so you can go online. We don't have that right now, but we're going to have the young man to uh, put a form there for those that desire prophetic presbytery. So that's November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. That's Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Friday night starting at 7.30 p.m., Saturday at 4 p.m., and we will be uh, at, um, back on Sunday morning at 10 a.m., I am really excited about this meeting. Uh, uh, I was contemplating having it and not having it. I know we're at the end of the year, but I, I, but I sense the Lord wants to do something before the year is over with, and I really didn't want to go into the month of December. So uh, we thought it was fitting just to have it uh, during this particular time. So that's Encountering the Supernatural, November 19th and 11th. All right, and do not forget, again, in the family and friends in the uh, Orlando area, get them to the website so they can get activated in hearing the voice of God, so God can begin to do some extraordinary things in and through their lives. God uh, really want to communicate to his people. And we got to understand how, to, how, how it works. Every born-again believer has the capacity to hear the voice of God, but everybody 
hear God differently. Uh, some people hear the voice of the Lord uh, is through really it's, a, it's internal, it's not really external. And uh, some people more dream, uh, have dreams, visions. People's more seers. They see by mental uh, images that are pressed upon the canvas of their mentality. And some people sense. Uh, we have several people that is able to sense uh, what God is doing. And sometimes uh, uh, they can be in your presence and they start picking up things, emotions. They pick up emotions. And, and that's a revelation that what God reveals, he want to heal and so what God does, they pick this thing up in their spirit, and they can say, uh, I'm sensing oppression. Uh, are, you, are you oppressed about anything? And sometimes God will reveal what they're oppressed about, uh, what is the source of the oppression. And um, say, yes, and they'll say, this is what transpired, and say, well, can I pray for you? And they'll lay hands on them, and the way they know that God has done it for them because it's lifted off of them. Or they can be in your midst, and they can begin to pick up different sensations in their body. Uh, pain in the shoulder, pain in the knee, pain in the eye, pain in the ear. And they know it's not them, but they know it's somebody's around them. And then once they begin to ask the question, yeah, it is me, I'm the one that have the pain uh, in my eye or the pain in my shoulder. Well, can I pray for you? And uh, usually 100% of the time, the moment they pray for you, uh, when they get a release, you got a release. Uh, we have a saying, what God reveals he heals. So uh, uh, you need to get them in these meetings. Uh, we will have uh, another one next year. Uh, we had three so far this year, and that's the most we have in a year. We used to have at least two, what, between one to two a year. But I really believe that God wants to increase the momentum of getting his people activated in the supernatural. Think about it. You are born again. If you're born again of what? John 3 says, that which is born of flesh is flesh, that which is born of spirit is spirit. So if you're born again, you're born of spirit. The spirit always is supernatural in nature. That's satanic or, 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 or righteous spirits. It's supernatural in nature. The only thing that is natural is this realm. only thing that is natural that, uh, 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 of our constitution is our physical body. But my soul is supernatural, is spiritual in nature. My spirit is spiritual in nature. So therefore, you are not your body. You are a soul that have a spirit. And the purpose of your human spirit is to connect you to God or the realm of God. So that means you and I have the capacity to see into the realm of God, to hear in the realm of God, to even articulate from God's realm. Really, that's basically how the prophetic work anyway. You're hearing or seeing, and you articulate what you're seeing, or you articulate what you're hearing. And so our job is to help you. Think about it. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11 says, And God uh, gave gifts unto men. And he began to name those gifts in the 11th verse there. Apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. For what reason? To help equip you. Equip you for work of what? Ministry. To equip you for work of ministry. Then if, if your equipment is for a working of ministry, ministry, you got to understand. The ministration of the Spirit must be supernatural. It is not natural. So the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers, we are here 
to equip you to flow supernaturally. Jesus is our example. Jesus is our pattern. What was the first thing that Jesus did? What was the first message he preached? He preached repentance. And for the kingdom of God is near. In other words, he preached the gospel of the kingdom, the good news of the kingdom. Is the kingdom of God natural or is the kingdom of God supernatural? Is the kingdom of God visible or is the kingdom of God invisible? The kingdom of God is invisible. Luke says it, Luke 17, 20. No one will be able to say, low here or low there, for there's the kingdom of God. He said, no. He said, but the kingdom of God comes not with observation. That's the way it starts off. For the kingdom of God uh, comes not with observation. For no one will be able to say, low here, low there, for the kingdom of God is within you. But the actual renderation is really amongst you. So the kingdom of God is, was amongst them because the kingdom of God was not in them because Jesus had not died. And so, therefore, he was not glorified. Since he wasn't glorified, the kingdom could not come in within us. It was among us. That's the actual renderation in the Greek. But now, since Jesus has been glorified, now he sits at the right hand of the Father, now the kingdom of God comes within us. The moment you and I become born again, the kingdom comes within us. So the kingdom of God is supernatural. Remember the model prayer. Teach us how to pray. The disciples ask Jesus. He said, pray like this. Our Father, which art in heaven, hallowed, holy be your name. Your kingdom come so your will can be done on earth as it is in heaven. The kingdom of God came from heaven. He says to, uh, Jesus says to Peter, he says, Peter, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Upon this rock I'm going to build my church, and the gates of hell will not be, be, be able to prevail against it. Notice here, the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Keys represents authority. Keys of the kingdom are keys that belongs to the kingdom. And the kingdom belongs to heaven. So the keys got to be spiritual. The kingdom got to be spiritual. And we know heaven is spiritual. So therefore, what is designed for? That the will of God will be done where? On earth. We're on earth. We can see the earth. That means the keys of the kingdom of heaven got to be more powerful than the earth. That means we have the power to change things or cause things on earth to line up with things in heaven. But through the medium of the kingdom and, and through the medium of the keys, the authority of the kingdom and the kingdom of heaven is the authority of heaven. This is how this thing works, ladies and gentlemen. So therefore, when it comes down to flowing in the supernatural, a supernatural demonstration of the power of God, it's going to take you and I accessing the kingdom of God that's within us. Accessing the kingdom of God that is within us. Those of you that desire prayer today, uh, uh, I did not get any uh, prayer requests over 
the Internet. Uh, if you desire prayer today, you can call in to area code 347-237-5493. The supernatural is real. Our guest call-in number, that was our guest call-in number. This is our 800 guest call-in number. Those that have a question uh, concerning anything that we'll be articulating today is 877-537-3321. I always have a tendency to get on this line here and not give you all of the announcements because once I get started, <laughs> I get rolling and um, I have a tendency of... Um, uh, not giving you all of the announcements uh, for we may have some uh, people that is new uh, online uh, uh, today that's listening to us. So uh, let me give you our uh, schedule here. Uh, our schedule is uh, unlocking, well, the master key, unlocking and liberating the real you. That's myself. I'll be coming with you every Monday and Tuesday. We do have an evening session. Uh, broadcast that's six to seven on Mondays and Tuesdays, six uh, p.m. to seven p.m. Mondays and Tuesdays, and on Wednesdays uh, you have Captain myself. Uh, we come together. And we deal with relationships. Uh, we share about. Uh, we're kind of pretty transparent. Uh, to me, you can't help nobody if you haven't gone through anything, and to share with them what how God delivered you and set you free. So we're pretty transparent when we come together and we talk about. Uh, Kingdom relationships. So that's the order of the kingdom, the order of kingdom relationships. That's on Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Uh, that's Kathy and myself. Uh, uh, we come and share the heart of mind of God concerning marriage, parenting, uh, or whatever else the Lord wants to share with us. And on Thursday, uh, Thursdays at 1 p.m., you have Kathy. Uh, sharing uh, the title of her program is Kingdom Women Living for the King. That's at 1 p.m. Kingdom Women Living for the King. That's every Thursday at 1 p.m. And then I'll be back with you on Friday. I have two uh, sessions, uh, programs on uh, at night. That's 6 to one, uh, six to uh, 7. That's Monday and Tuesday. And on Friday only, uh, we do a 1 p.m. We used to have them all at 1 p.m. Uh, but so many people could not uh, come, uh, uh, be with us live, so uh, we decided to do a Monday and Tuesday uh, a night, 6 to 7. And the rest of the days is is on um, at 1 p.m. And, of course, today. Today is uh, Saturday. Saturday, we set Saturday aside to be able to minister supernaturally to you, those that desire prayer. Uh, those that need a miracle in your life, and uh, we're here to to serve you. Uh, whatever you desire uh, from God, we see what the Lord has to say to you. And those as uh, uh, I don't know what's happening with me and this um, um, the chat. So I've been having problems every other day with the chat. Matter of fact, I'm not even able to um, log in on my computer. Uh, at all, it's rejecting uh, my password. So, but nevertheless, we're going to continue to broadcast regardless of that. So, I can't see anyone chatting. If you desire have a question, you will have to call in uh, either the one eight hundred number or the guest regular guest call in number three four seven two three seven five four nine three. 
uh, or 877-537-3321. Okay, uh, let's talk about the supernatural. Let's talk about the gifts of the Spirit. Let's talk about the prophetic. Let's talk about uh, what God is doing and why God is doing what he's doing in this last hour. I was uh, on the phone with a pastor uh, that I hadn't spoke with in a long time. It's another apostle I hadn't spoke with in a long time, and the Lord dropped them in my spirit uh, uh, yesterday, day before yesterday. I uh, dropped them in my spirit. I called them, and uh, we was just talking, regular talk, and then they began to tell me about the things they began to experience. It's fascinating to me how timely uh, this thing is, how God is taking everybody through some kind of challenge. Uh, this apostle began to share with me how uh, their people uh, uh, rose up against them and uh, uh, split the church, uh, lied on them, said all kind of lies that they was ripping the people off and and they did this and they did that. And uh, as what sounds like what we kind of went through, and they was really, really hurt. I was listening to them. They was really, really hurt. Now, what does have to do with the supernatural? Everything, because I'm telling you what is going on. Nothing is by coincidence. Uh, uh, what? Why did God allow it to happen? I shared with them that it was God. A lot of times, pastors don't want to hear that. Many times pastors don't want to hear that something that is uh, happening to us that is negative, it is God. But think about it. The Bible says it pleased the Father to bruise Jesus in Isaiah 53, I think 10. It pleased the Father to bruise him. If it pleased the Father to bruise him, why did it please the Father to bruise him? Because God knew the bruising of his son was going to produce the salvation of humanity. God's bruising you and I is preparing us for a greater encounter with Jesus, a greater move of the Holy Spirit. Don't fight what God is doing. Don't war against God and what he's doing with you. You may not understand everything, but why we get so surprised when these things happen to us, when the scripture clearly tells us these things is going to happen to us, and the Bible tells us what our attitude and disposition should be when it do happen. Your promotion in the realm of the spirit is contingent upon how you handle it. Your promotion and raise in the realm of God is contingent upon how you handle the pressure, the things that are arranged against you, the manipulation, the lies, the persecution. And even if some of the things is true, how do you handle them? Are you bitter? Are you angry? How you handle them will reveal, will you be promoted or demoted? Will you be promoted in the realm of the spirit or will you be demoted in the realm of the spirit? It's, it depends on you. Uh, I've gone through three major transitions, three major transitions. Now, before I went through this last transition, I said two years before I went through this last transition, God began to speak to me and tell me about some things that he wanted to do in my life, how he's getting ready to elevate me, how he's getting ready to promote me, 
Oh, we love those kind of prophetic words. We love when God speaks to us. I'm getting ready to take you high. I'm getting ready to promote you. I'm getting ready to take your ministry to this dimension, this level. I'm getting ready to cause you to see things you never seen before. I'm getting ready to cause you to hear things in the realm of the spirit that you never heard before. I'm getting ready to bring you to an encounter with me that you never experienced before. I'm getting ready to multiply you economically. I'm getting ready to cause you to experience supernatural health. Uh, divine health is getting ready to be made manifest. We love that until they very opposite break out against us. Say, God, what is going on? Nothing. Because what God is trying to do, what God spoke over your life, is a fact. So what is factual must become actual. And everything in the kingdom of God operates by faith. And this is how you know it's, 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 it's actual, a factual because now I'm going to begin to speak what God said, what God promised in the midst of the hell that is breaking loose against me. And I know, and you should know, that no weapon formed against you can prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you shall condemn. That must become a reality. That means the instruments that Satan is using, usually it's God's people. It is usually those that is confessing salvation. So therefore, either I'm going to come against the instrument that Satan is using, which is God's people, or I'm going to forgive God's people. I'm going to speak blessings over them. The Bible says, bless, do good, pray for them that uh, hate you, speak all manner of evil against you, and do you harm. I, I know I'm chopping that scripture up there. So i got to bless them that curse you. I got to bless them. And it's usually not sinners that the devil use against you. Usually it is God's people that, God, that, uh, that the devil use against you. But they still belong to God. I'll share this with this, this apostle. They still belong to God. And you and I should not wish any harm upon them. But you said, but they cause me harm. But this is how you grow up. This is how you and I mature. This is how the supernatural is released in me. And the supernatural is released in you. Because Christ Jesus has been formed in me. Christ Jesus has been formed in you. That no weapon formed against you can prosper. Now you, will be, you can be an instrument in the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. That he can use you to break through regions, marriages. People's business, financially, economically. This is how it works, ladies and gentlemen. This is how it works. The thing that blocks the supernatural, and when I say block the supernatural, I'm not talking about uh, operating the gifts of the Spirit. I, I know some of the most carnal, fleshly people flow in the gifts of the Spirit and accurate in their, in, in their word of knowledge, accurate in their prophetic flow, and dynamite. In casting out devils, dynamite, and laying hands on the sick and the sick recover. Carnal. When I talk about when I'm talking about supernatural, I'm not talking about flowing the gifts of the spirit. I'm talking about living in the spirit. Oh, there's a place that you and I can live 
We can live there, not visit there. We can live there every day, every moment, every hour, and every second that your life becomes supernatural. Anybody that come in contact with you, things begin to turn out okay. Give an example in the natural uh, from the Old Testament. We remember in the word of the Lord concerning the ark of God. Every time the children of Israel went into battle, they would would take the ark into battle. The ark was a representation of the presence of God. We know the story concerning Eli. God took the uh, anointing from Eli and his son. The priesthood was totally, his lineage was totally eradicated upon the face of, of the face of the earth. We know that the Philistines captured the ark of God. Plagues broke out. They sent the ark back. So the ark of God was in a gentleman's house. I don't remember his name for years. But the Bible says God blessed his household because the ark stayed in this man's house. Until David became king and took the ark from his house and brought it to Zion, Jerusalem. But the key was, as long as the ark was in this man's house, God blessed it. Blessed the work of his hand. You and I have the ark of God in us, the presence of God in our spirit. But the spirit of God, the presence of God, if I don't learn how to live there, not operate in the gifts of the spirit, I'm talking about living in the room of the spirit, If I don't know how to live in the spirit, uh, then I only can bring temporary blessings. But when people come into your presence, their lives can be blessed. How do I live there? I personally believe that every Christian that works for somebody, that business, that job should be flourishing. Because you're there. But we don't see businesses flourishing. We don't see people's uh, employment flourishing. And you got many Christians on these jobs, but why isn't there a greater manifestation like it was with Joseph? Everywhere Joseph went, the jail prospered, part of a house prospered, the nation of Egypt prospered. He was a living, walking blessing. But yet he went through. But the Bible said God was with him. So we're not talking about operating in in, in a gift. We're talking about living in the realm of the gift. Living in the realm of the gift of God. The gift of God is the Holy Spirit. Living in that realm. Are you born again? Yes. Do you have the Spirit of God? Yes. Those of us online today, are you baptized with the Holy Spirit? If not, you can be before we get off the line if you desire to. But those of you that are baptized with the Holy Ghost, that's God, that's Jesus, living in you through the person of the Holy Spirit, then are you blessed? Joseph, everywhere he went, that house, that person, they experience blessings. What do you think the hindrance is with you on your job? What do you think the hindrance is with you on, in your household? 
Where do you think the hindrance is with you and the community that you live in? Let's talk about it today. Because we want to break open for you. And even when it comes down to prayer, oh, God, help us to get this today. How many of you on this line that you are praying people but you don't see no answers to your prayer? What do you think hinders answer to prayers? Pray, you're a warrior, but you don't see anything happening. You don't see any change happening. Ladies and gentlemen, you and I got to understand how prayer works. And I know we don't have all kind of teaching on prayer. We don't have all kind of teaching on warfare. Tell me this here. Those of you that's called to pray and called to war and called to battle, what you pray and who you pray to, have you experienced him, encountered him? Or you found the prayer book and you pray the prayers that's in that prayer book. Praying the right thing, but there's no movement. What do the scriptures say? We wrestle not against what? Flesh and blood, but against what? Principalities and powers. Now I'm ask you a question. Principalities and powers are their spirit beings. Absolutely. They are spirit beings. Then what does it take to move a spirit being? A spiritual man. A spiritual woman. Only a spiritual man or a spiritual woman or another spirit being has the power to move another spirit being. Is angels spiritual beings? Absolutely. Hebrews let us know. Are they not ministering spirits? Sent forth a minister for them that is heirs unto salvation? Is Satan a spiritual being? Absolutely. Absolutely. Is Satan a fallen spiritual being? Absolutely. Are you a spiritual being? Some of you on this line are going to say absolutely, but you are not a spiritual being. You are a human being that have a spirit because you have a body that makes you a human being. Lucifer, Satan, does not have a body nor a soul. He is a spirit being. Angels are spirit beings, disembodied spirits. So therefore, Satan is a fallen, fallen spirit. And I want to help you to understand why the enemy has manipulated some of us from not flowing in the supernatural. Because this is, in other words, how he failed, he caused us to fall. He's a fallen being. A fallen being, in other words, he still is in existence. He's still alive. He has fallen from God. He has fallen from God. He has fallen or broken his relationship with God. So he's a fallen being. A person that is not born again is not a fallen spirit. He's a fallen human being. A human being is a tripartite being. 
spirit, soul, and body. Think about it. The book of Revelation chapter 12 says when, when the war broke out in heaven, God released Michael and his angels to war against Lucifer and his angels. When Michael kicked Lucifer out of heaven, which became Satan, he kicked them out where? What do the Bible say in the book of Revelation? He has come down to where? The earth. He's a fallen spirit. You and I was made in the image and the likeness of God. God formed man's body from the dust of the ground and breathed into man's nostril the breath of life, and man became a living soul. He fell to the earth. So Satan's manipulation is to get you to fall to your earth. Remember before Adam and Eve sinned, they was naked and not ashamed because they was not conscious of their nakedness because they was conscious of God. When you become conscious of God, your consciousness of God or your consciousness of this realm comes as a result of your consciousness of God. Other words, you see everything from God's perspective. You see everything from your consciousness of God. You deal with everything in this realm from your consciousness of God. But when Adam and Eve sinned, they became flesh. They failed from their spiritual state. It never was God's will for you and I to become spirit. It was always God's will that we become a spiritual man. It is a distinction between being a spirit and a spiritual man. Adam and Eve was spiritual was a spiritual man and woman before they sinned. But they have a physical body, they have a soul, and they have a spirit. So Satan understands this. But Satan knows if I can get the spiritual man or those that is born again, if I can get them to become natural, to become fleshly, then no weapon formed against me can prosper. They can do no damage to me. They cannot cast me out. Like the seven sons of Sceva tried to cast uh, a demon out of a man. I adjure you in the name of uh, Jesus who Paul knows. And what did that demon say through that man? Jesus I know and Paul I know. I don't know you. Who are you? And that demon through the man whipped them crazy, tore their clothes off. And this is what happened in the body of Christ a lot when it comes down to prayer, intercession, and spiritual warfare. The enemy's ultimate goal is to get you to become, how do I use this word, or to fall to your flesh. So you now have no power to operate over him. He's a fallen spirit. 
and humanity that is not born again is a fallen spiritual man. It's a fallen what? Spiritual man. That means uh, you are more fleshly than you are spiritual. The scripture that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, spiritual wickedness in high place and the rules of the darkness of this world. So in order for me to flow supernaturally, then I must come to the place, and please listen to me, I must come to the place that I cease or I die. When I said die, I'm not talking about eradication or annihilation. I'm not talking about non-existence. Everything that dies still lives. I always use the word lives. Everything that dies is still in existence. Every person that has ever died is still in existence. They just died from their body. But they're in existence either in heaven or in hell, one of the two. Still exists, but it exists in the realm, the natural realm. What keeps you and I here is our bodies. But to do spiritual warfare... To walk in the supernatural, I must come to the end of the natural. I must come to the end of that which is natural in me. For that which is supernatural to be released in me and through me. But how do I come to the end of myself? How do I come to the end of the natural? Well, do you think it's a coincidence that God used all these scriptures about tests and trials? Thinking that's strange concerning the fiery trial that has tried you. If you would notice, every test, every trial, think about it. It is something from this realm. You've been tested in your marriage. You see your spouse. You've been tested with your children. You can see them. You're tested with your finances. You know what your bank account is. You've been tested with your relationships. You see people. You test it with your health. You can feel challenge in your body. Every test is a test of this realm. Why God will test you with everything in this realm? For you to die to everything to this realm. When I said die, that you will stop depending on everything in this realm. You will never, ever, ever live in the realm of the spirit as long as there is a dependency upon this realm. That's why when you pray the right words, you pray scripture, you don't see anything happening. It's because you were born again, but you're still living in dependency upon this realm. So I'm saying the right things, but I'm saying it from my natural man but not my spiritual man. Because my spiritual man have not been developed or my spiritual man is incarcerated. That's why you don't see a lot of people's prayers work. And that's why, because we're more sensitive to this realm than we are the realm of God. And think about it. And when you and I become more sensitive to the realm of God, that means the only way I can become more sensitive to the realm of God 
once again, when I'm using these words because it may sound contradictory, I'm not really talking about operating the gifts of the Spirit. I'm really talking about living, living and walking in the Spirit. Now, you can be gifted and be so natural, be so carnal. I see it all the time. We don't have services, and, 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 and we've activated people. Uh, man, they can flow in the gifts of the Spirit, accurate word of knowledge, uh, lay hands on people, get healed. By the, before they get home, they're in the flesh. They're in an the argument with their spouse. They're in an the argument with their children. Uh, they may get a flat tire. They get in their flesh. Some people still curse and still flow in the gifts of the Spirit. Use profanity. Jesus never used profanity, so we know that's not that's not spiritual. It got to be natural. So we got to understand how this thing works. We're going to continue, but those of you that is online, you just have any questions uh, concerning living in the spirit and the gifts of the spirit, the distinction between living in the spirit and operating in the gifts of the spirit. There is a distinction. You can call in area code three four seven. If you have a question, I think you press number uh, one on your phone, Erico 347-237-5493. I have a 1-800 number to desire to call in, uh, 800, no, 877-537-3321, 877-537-3321. Have any questions uh, concerning the distinction between living in the spirit and operating in the gifts of the Spirit. And that's what so many Christians manipulate and deceive. We call everybody spiritual because they flew in the gifts of the Spirit. No. Uh, uh, living in the Spirit will sustain you, not flowing in the gifts of the Spirit. And so many people is manipulated because I hear it all the time. I hear it all the time. Well, so-and-so, they, they, man, they're, they're a man of God. They're a woman of God because what they told me was true. If that's the only thing that takes you... To believe that somebody's spirit is somebody telling something that's true, all you got to do is go to a palm reader. They can tell you the truth, but you will be manipulated and enslaved. You never go to a palm reader without being entrapped. And anybody that's on this line today, if you've gone to a palm reader, or you've gone to somebody to uh, work roots on somebody or, or get you out of your predicament, you are enslaved. And that's the only reason why you've been experiencing oppression and depression and suppression. It's on this line today. Because the Spirit of God just told me. He wants to help you. He can set you free. You need to repent and ask God to forgive you. And, and if, you, if you want that thing broken, we can help you. You can do it privately. You can uh, go online and, 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 and fill out a prayer request and we'll get back with you. And we'll break that thing off for you. And you will be amazed of the people that is uh, uh, in touch with mediums as Christians. Why did Saul go to a medium? He went to a medium because God departed himself from him. Why do Christians go to mediums? Because they're more natural and carnal than spiritual. Because they don't have the patience to wait on God. Uh, they, don't, uh, they don't hear the voice of God. They have the capacity to. I was in a, a, a church service one time, and uh, 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 I was getting ready to minister, and the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, many of my people is present today in this service, 
and they have gone to mediums because the, the economic uh, shift that has taken place globally. And out of their frustration, they have not gone to the prophets, but they have gone to the mediums, paraphrasing how God said it. The Lord said, I want you to have an altar call so I can set my people free. He said, I'm going to prove to them that I am God, and besides me, there is absolutely none else. He said, but if they will come to this altar so I can liberate them, I'm going to move on their behalf. I personally thought that it was about maybe, you know, one or two people, three at the most. And when I called, had the altar call, I was shocked that the majority of people in the church had went to a medium. That shows you, ladies and gentlemen, when pressure is on, how people will go to people that's going to happen. That's why we need more men and women to be raised up, that the prophetic, the supernatural will be more active uh, in the house of God. We need that, ladies and gentlemen, like never before. We need it like never before. All right, area code 786-290. You have a question? Um, my name is Debbie, and I want to know what kind of, uh, what prophetic uh, gift you have to tell me about myself. What kind of prophetic gift do I have? I mean, is there anything that you can tell me that, you know, the Word of God spoke to your heart and tell you something about me? Of course I can. But we have prophetic voices that set aside for that. Um, uh, what you can do, uh, your name is who, Debbie? Yes, Deborah. 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 Okay. What I can do is have someone uh, to call you back uh, because the word for you is not for everybody on this line. Okay. Uh, uh, so this is it's, it's, it's personal, and so that's why we have prophetic voices set aside to be able to minister to those individuals. So I uh, will write your name down, and I will have somebody to call you back a little later. Uh, that's Debbie, right? Deborah. Deborah. Okay. I will have somebody give you a ring, and they will give you uh, the word of the Lord. And this is how we do it, Deborah. Uh, the word will be recorded, and then it will be emailed to you. The word that is spoken over your life. It'll be recorded and emailed to you uh, as soon as they finish uh, ministering to you. And uh, uh, the purpose of that, and you want to be able to have that so uh, it can be judged. If you have mm -hmm. a pastor, let your pastor hear it, or your uh, leader hear it, a parent, somebody that you know that's spiritually inclined and in tune so they can judge that word. And let me give everyone online another suggestion, too, about the prophetic. Uh, uh, Deb, I'm going to go ahead and hang up now, but I have somebody to do that. Uh, somebody will be calling you back real soon. Uh, okay. But let me uh, let me give somebody uh, give you all another uh, suggestion. Those that will be receiving prophetic utterance, how the prophetic work. Uh, uh, you got to understand the difference between a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom, and a prophetic word. 
usually when people prophesying to you, they may give you a prophetic word, but sometimes a word of knowledge is coming at the same time. A word of knowledge is something that is spoken over your life that you're able to identify with, that has already happened to you or that has happened in the past. A word of wisdom is that you're in a situation right now and God is going to give you some wisdom concerning the matters at hand. Uh, give an example, you're probably about to quit uh, quit your job, but it's not God's will. God will give you a word of wisdom to let you know what, exactly why he have you uh, in the situation that you're in and why he's doing what he's doing. A word, a prophetic word in its uh, fundamental stage is always in the areas of edification, exaltation, and comfort. That's the fundamental stages of of a prophetic word. The next stage of a prophetic word is, uh, basically all prophecy is forth knowledge. That means God is getting ready to reveal something to you about yourself that you may not be able to identify with. And the reason I'm bringing this out, because a lot of people is ignorant concerning the prophetic. They believe that if a word come to you and they, you don't understand it, you can't identify it's not God. No, that's a word of knowledge. Think about it. Why would you need it if you were able to identify with it? When God began to reveal the history of the children of Israel, do you think that when the prophet of God came and told them what's going to take place, they understood everything was going to take place? Absolutely not. I'll give you another example. In the book of Acts, there was a, a, a prophet named Agabus that came in their midst and said, whoever built this belonged to, this is the man that's going to go to Jerusalem. He's going to be bound. This prophet was talking about Paul. It was God's will for him to go to Jerusalem and die in Jerusalem. Paul didn't necessarily know, knew that at the time. So that was futuristic. So God was preparing his heart for that. So there's things that God will reveal to you that is futuristic. And, and, and if you're spiritually sensitive in your spirit, you, you will get a witness. You'll you get a witness. And if you can't get a witness, that's why you, you, you keep the recorder, you keep it, and you go over it and over it. And I always admonish everybody that receive a prophetic word. Go over it and ask the Spirit of God to reveal to you, to give you understanding of that word. Now, I just received a prophetic word from our bishop, my wife and I. A lot of things seem like it was face value because I, I've been in this thing for so long. I've been prophesying over 30 years now. I understand that there's revelation behind the revelation. So I'm constantly praying over there, and God is constantly revealing things to me out of that word. It sounds like it's literal, but when it's coming from heaven, there's always spiritual overtones or spiritual connotation behind it. So, But I know God is going to bless De uh, uh, Deborah today uh, by the word of the Lord that's going to be spoken into her life. And uh, we take that, pray that you take this word and you... Also, Deborah, you you you. What I do, I do. Uh, I'm having my word transcribe, having somebody transcribe my my prophetic word. I transcribe it, have it transcribed, then I formulate it into a prayer. I formulate it into a prayer after it's transcribed. And the reason I do that for me to speak and birth into this realm what came from heaven over my life. That means. When I'm speaking and praying it, that means the angels of God is creating circumstances and situations for that word to come to pass. 
Paul told Timothy, take the prophecies that went forth concerning you and war a good warfare. That was Timothy's responsibility, to take them and war a good warfare. Why? Because you, everybody on this line need to understand, the devil don't want your word to come to pass. You're going to be a greater threat to him if that word come to pass. Think about it. If you was the devil, would you want people to become stronger and greater? That means that they become stronger and greater. That means you're going to become weaker. So why would I want some uh, strengthen somebody against me? No, I'm going to try to come against them so they can never believe the word that's been spoken in their life so it won't come to pass. So I can continue to manipulate them and dominate their lives, dominate their marriages and dominate their children and dominate their future, dominate their health. The devil comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But the Bible says, I come to give you life and give it to you more abundantly. So we believe that uh, you to take your prophetic word and war good warfare. You keep speaking that thing and birthing that thing and speaking that thing and birthing that thing. And then the Holy Spirit is going to help you, help develop you to the place that you can receive the, fulfill, the fulfillment of that word. All right. Uh, that's what I love about God. Uh, he says in, in, in Jeremiah 29 and 11, I know the thoughts. That's all a prophetic word is. It's nothing but the thoughts of God concerning you being revealed to you. I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you an expected end. Matter of fact, I'm going to have uh, uh, my wife and one more person uh, going to call Debbie and uh, is going to speak into her life. One word from God can change your life. One word have the power to change your life. Oh, I feel excited today. I feel the anointing today. God wants to break through on your behalf. God wants to do some extraordinary things in your life. Another thing I really like about the prophetic, because it exposes the lies of the devil. And usually when the prophetic word comes forth, the devil has been beating people up, and the very thing and make you think it is God. God is angry with you. God wants to destroy you. That's another thing I like about the prophetic. When you don't know nothing, nobody don't know anything about you, and then God begins to reveal his heart and his mind. And you say, wait a minute, how have I been feeling this way? Why all these thoughts been coming to my mind? That's how the devil operates. He shoots thoughts into your mind to get you to believe it. Because he understands the laws of God. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is the man, as the man thinketh in his heart, so is the man. Is there anyone else desire prayer for anything before we close out this segment of the uh, uh, line today? Is there anyone else uh, need prayer for anything? You can uh, touch the one because I, I don't have access to the um, to the chat. Uh, won't let me log in, and we're gonna have to really perfect this thing here and get a hold to this company. And asking why we're having troubles from time to time uh, with the chat. If there's anyone else, uh, we're going to open up the door for about uh, another minute or so. If those anybody has want uh, prayer or uh, 
need a word from the Lord this morning. So uh, if you do, call in at 347-237-5493. We're here to serve you. Call in once again, 347-237-5493. And maybe one of these days what we would do uh, for people to experience the prophetic, uh, if those that don't mind uh, receiving a prophetic word over over the airways, uh, maybe we'll do that also to let people see how the prophetic operate and demonstrate it before you. Everybody has the capacity to hear the voice of God. Everybody has the capacity to see by the Spirit of God. Uh, my wife and I, both of us, we're more seers. I got um, uh, one of my daughters is more of a hearer, hear the voice of God. And uh, I think two of them hear the voice of God, and one uh, uh, is more of a seer, uh, see mental images and pictures that is formulated in them. Matter of fact, two of my daughters I'll be taking, uh, will be taking next week up to the Orlando areas with that prophetic training, uh, get them uh, constantly enhanced. But my thing with my kids, I got to get them to learn how to uh, live this every day. Uh, they got to live it every day, uh, walk in it every day. And not just experience, uh, just use it in church, but it must become a lifestyle. Okay, well, we do see we have one more person uh, on uh, that has phoned in that desire uh, uh, um, a word from the Lord or a prayer. Seven eight six nine nine one. How can I help you today? Uh, yes, my name is Tony, and I just feel like I, I need a word from the Lord uh, to break through on my behalf and my family's behalf. Okay, uh, spell your name for me, if you will. T O N I E. T O N I E. How you pronounce that? Tony. Oh, sounds you said Tylee. Okay, yeah, I, I want to say it sound like Tony. Okay. Okay, Tony. <laughs> we're gonna have someone. Uh, to uh, give you a ring back as well and uh, uh, to reveal the heart and the mind of the Lord uh, to you. you. And once again, what we're going to do is going to be recorded so we can uh, email you the recorded word and uh, so you can have that. And, 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 oh. and once again, we want everybody that will receive words today that you take your word and you war a good warfare with it. Oh, so someone will be calling you back. And, and matter of fact, I, I still have Deborah here. You have not received a call, a call yet because I want to do it all at one time. I'll be getting the teams together and sending them out. And uh, they will definitely be calling you back. Calling Thank everybody you. back today. All right, God bless you. Thank you. All right, Tony. All right. Okay, so uh, uh, we're getting ready to uh, make this transition. And so uh, it's been good with you. Do anyone have any questions concerning anything that the Lord has spoken to you today? Uh, this is uh, a Saturday. It's a time for prayer, intercession, warfare, and time for us to speak prophetically into your life. I love seeing God's people bless. I love it. I love it. And so uh, uh, let me give you a couple of announcements once again before we uh, 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 release you. Uh, we are having uh, the prophetic training uh, in the Orlando area. If you have anyone that you know uh, in, the prof- uh, in the Orlando area, uh, uh, go to our website, have them to sign up uh, so they can go to this activation. Prophetic training is in the Orlando area. 
with uh, Dr. and Pastor Angelo Crusine. Uh That's uh, this coming Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. If you have anyone that you know that sings as a psalmist, uh, you, they definitely need to be here uh, because one of the most beautiful things is to activate somebody to sh- teach them and show them how to flow prophetically in song. Uh, so get them in that training. Uh, you will not be disappointed. Also, uh, uh, on the 9th, 10th, and 11th, uh, we're going to be having a, a tremendous, tremendous supernatural meeting. Uh, um, on the 9th, 10th, and 11th, that's going to be with uh, 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 Bishop uh, Senegal, uh, Bishop Senegal and Pastor Brigham. You do not want to miss these meetings. Uh, these young, both of these young men, uh, flow into supernatural and signs, wonders, and notable miracles. Uh, these guys here, I'm telling you, God uses them mightily. And you want to be a part of these meetings. That's going to be November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. If anyone's sick, anyone challenging their bodies, call these uh, people and invite them out to this meeting. I believe miracles is going to break out like never before. That's November the 9th, 10th, and 11th. And on that Saturday, we will have service at 4 p.m. on Saturday. An uh, hour beha- uh, before, hour and a half before 4 p.m., we will be having prophetic presbytery for those that desire a word uh, from the Lord. We'll be having teams that will be speaking into your life an uh, hour and a half before uh, that Saturday service. So that's Friday night, Saturday evening at 4. That will give everybody a chance to have Sunday morning services so you don't be wore out Sunday morning. And then we will be back there uh, Sunday morning, our regular um, service at 10 a.m. So that's with Bishop Demetrius Senegal, Pastor Howard Brigham, these uh, dynamite men that flows in the supernatural. The name of this meeting is Encountering the Supernatural. You can go on our website uh, as well. But we're going to put a form up there for those that desire prophetic presbytery because we have to know how many people that we uh, uh, want to be speaking to their life so we can prepare the teams. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, this is going to be a powerful, powerful uh, move of God uh, during these three uh, days of services. Before this year is over with, let's believe God that you and I will encounter him in a real way, that we will take it into 2013. That you and I will encounter God in such a way that when we enter into 2013, that people, that you and I, We'll take it out there, and people that is around us will experience change. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, tell somebody about the broadcast. Mondays and Tuesdays, um, Unlocking and Liberating the Real You at 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Uh, I'm your host uh, uh, on Mondays and Tuesdays. Wednesday, uh, Kathy and I share in the areas of marriages, relationship. We've been married 25, going on 26 years. That's every Wednesday at 1 p.m., and on Thursdays, uh, all the ladies of South Florida and around the world join uh, Prophet Kathy, Kingdom Women Living for the King, at 1 p.m. Uh, share some powerful things. Uh, I, I just thank God for uh, the things that he have allowed us to go through and then to get his mind uh, set concerning. It's all about helping people. It's all about helping people. 
And then, of course, on Friday, you have me again, Unlocking Liberating the Real You. And then on Saturdays, like today, is the day to set aside for the prophetic and prayer, the prophet and prayer. Now, we get ready to get busy and, uh, and start speaking into some people's lives. So, uh, Debbie, uh, uh, Deborah, and Tony, uh, get ready for the word of the Lord to be spoken into your life. All right. We love you guys. Appreciate you. Once again, this has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie, with uh, what? The Master Key, unlocking and liberating the real you. God bless you. Look forward to being with you on Monday evening. God bless now. Where's your mother? And, uh, um, she's pregnant. What's that? Where's your mother? Hello? Hello?